Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is The Occulted Light. It was written by Lucia Sashnowski and Gary O'Connell. I am the keeper of arcane lore, and this is the second version that we have run, and this is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. The rain fell lightly on the new spring flowers that Marshall Tenor had recently planted in the beds surrounding the Corbin Library. Despite the rain, the day was fairly pleasant, and there was a good chance that the sun would come out later in the day. The rain had a marvelous way of washing away the dust and the dirt and making things seem new again. But one looked down the antique avenue east, uh, one was gently reminded that many things in this town were old. Arkham was a haunted city, a place where lurked just under the surface strange eldritch things. They watched you from the windows of abandoned homes. They observed from the thick stretches of forest that cut swatches through the township, from cemeteries and from cellar doors. They waited in the dark. Most people ignored them. They pretended that they were not there. They denied their existence, except for a handful that actively sought them out. It was spring 1925. Rather than stay home in the gloom, some members of the Arcane Society thought that it would be a good day to do a little research at the Corbin Library. It's up to. Hmm. I mean, I, I say, Ed, looking at this photo, clearly this is not some poltergeist or, or spirit it is someone who developed their film poorly I, at least that's my take on it probably cheap film i think you're right you're onto something looking at the edges here and these markings there this was done in a rush <laughs> how much did we pay for this though was it max oh, or, or toby who no, who, who bought this it's good I, I have a whole portfolio of fakes we need we need stuff for the fake portfolio it's all good you have to have negative examples to compare the positive examples to. So this it, is still it, precious. It's here, still here, an I'll, expense I'll, is what I'm saying. I'll, I mean, here, I'll put it away so you don't have to worry about its existence, right. but we need to keep it. Uh, okay, so we, I mean, we have funds. Don't worry. You know, we're good, but it's still an expense is all I'm saying. If everything was positive, people would doubt that we seriously took our job serious. That makes sense. I mean, they didn't doubt us when we solved that murder with, uh, was it that amulet? I think it was um, with the curse. curse. Was it? Yes. Uh, like a family curse, uh, I believe, from that news article. Now, that reporter was probably a bit, uh, I don't know, over-enthusiastic. If you ask me, they kept yeah, asking about society. They, were, they wanted to believe. Yeah. yeah. I'm still working on this damn trolley problem. Never going to figure it out. What what's going on? Well, there's a haunted rumors of a haunted rail car that oh, patrols your, your the streets car. at night. Yes. Yeah. Uh, does that have what? a name? I don't think so. I think oh. if you knew the name, you'd be whisked away to the other realm. Do, do you oh, know dear. what stops it stops at? Uh no. Probably uh somewhere next to a bar or a speakeasy. Well, I mean, we could get we could get out some camping gear and we could just kind of do a sit-in or something. Right, like set up a photography. Yeah, thing. like a it's, duck blind or something. I'm sure we could. Just a rail car? Just one rail car? 
it's a single one that rolls up in the middle of the night right after you've had a long night of drinking. Yeah. You get on the car and you're never seen again. It oh, sounds I... like people have been drinking some bad hooch to me. Or perhaps oh. kidnapping. Only one way to find out, and that's we to need, drink some bad need, hooch ourselves. We need to test this. Oh, yeah, dear. I agree. Well, I can... okay. I'll, I'll volunteer to drink. We'll keep we'll keep Edward sober behind the duck blinds. Oh, we'll see I what shows up. Plenty of pictures. Very very noble of you, Toby. Very noble indeed. Sacrificing yourself for the greater good. Yes. yes, of course. There's a noise from behind you. <clears throat> uh, it's uh, it's Marshall Tenner, the librarian. Um, normally, he tolerates the the five <laughs> of you talking as loud as you want to the library when nobody else is there. Uh, but you see him looking out the door of the walkway coming up to the library. So he's giving you the, um, remind you to tone it down. Oh dear. Um, a few seconds later, um, unexpectedly, a rather lovely young woman walks through the door, um, very much in fashion with the 1920s. She has on her little, uh, sort of flapper hat. Um, she has black hair in a bob cut, um, a bit of flowers in it. Uh, she has a dark blue um, sort of jacket with a colorful vest underneath it and a skirt. Um, and she comes walking in. She uh, she doesn't really look at you. She comes in. She goes over to, uh, to Marshall and uh, says something to her. Um, if you guys want to do a listen roll, the Corbin Library is not a big library. It's a small library. There's really only one large table in the center where you guys are all sitting. First roll up tonight, 97. Oh, no. Nope. Nobody? Six, oh. 60 Edward. out of 60. So uh, just a, a success. Okay. So, Edward, you might be sitting at the table closest to where she is. Um, you hear her asking for uh, if they have a genealogy section. Uh, and uh, Marshall uh, says, uh, yes, miss, uh, you can go right there. The woman looks like she's uh, maybe in her very early 20s. Uh, and uh, she walks over towards the genealogical section um, and disappears into the stacks. Once again, it's not a large library. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what she's uh, looking up in the genealogy section. Oh, I just Whoa. think that young people are using the library the way that they should. We must educate the young to make sure we continue to grow as a society. I think this is a good thing. More young people should come to the library, I think. Whoa, after, a few moments, after a few moments, she steps out and she has a rather large a fat-looking tome in her hand. Um, and as she steps out from the stacks, she looks around the room uh, and realizes that there's not really another table. Um, so she looks at you and she smiles oh. and she walks over. She says, would you would you mind if I use the yes. end oh. of the table? Yes. Go ahead, young And we so move she, aside she some of our yeah, newspaper clutters, that kind of thing, yeah. She moves to the end of the table and she sets the book down and starts to look through it. And it's um, it's something on uh, old families of New England, uh, which she begins to immediately 
open and peruse page after page and she's looking she's running her fingers you know down the names like this and she's like, she, she suddenly exclaims damn language young miss oh excuse me is everything all right is there a problem pardon oh, me you know please pardon me asking um no it's just that i've been having some very some some difficulty tracing my own family's past um you see my my father passed away i'm so uh, sorry about a year ago and uh uh he left me a rather cryptic note and i've been trying to do research where i can um here let me show it to you um my name is moira brooks i am a uh, professor jerome Mew of the miskatonic business school here and these are my associates um gentlemen oh edward coper at your service photographer and this she hands you this note this is from my father dearest moira it is my hope that you will one day attain certain legacies the exact nature of which i may not be able to divulge to this end i urge you to discover all you can about our family and its history i had hoped to complete such investigations myself but my health denies me my dream it is my wish that you complete my work and discover our connection with the rock your loving father jonathan brooks my goodness gracious that this is rather <laughs> does this rock mean anything to you i have no idea what he's talking about um i've been able to you know trace the immediate family uh just from family records but the trouble comes in is that i'm not <clears throat> i'm not technically a brooks uh i mean i'm a brooks by adoption you see my my father jonathan brooks his father my grandfather was winston brooks but everything seems to indicate that winston was adopted so we don't really know my uh my mother and father are now both passed away my grandmother is the only one that's left so miss moira you are looking for the family tree of the brooks or your actual um lineage is that well no i'm i'm trying to find my uh your real actual name. lineage uh -huh. yes oh um do you know um where uh winston was from was, was he from here or somewhere else that you know of she looks a little sheepish when you ask her that question and she's like well my whole family seems to be local um uh from this part of new england um but i have some suspicions um i'm wondering if it's kind of a family cover-up mm. are, are, are the brooks um like a large enough family that i might have heard of oh you're you're the you know whatever brooks from federal hill like 
is it a it, do, it doesn't sound like a big fam a big okay. famous family or anything like that sometimes um, families have slight changes in the spelling of the name that can lead to some confusion mm. yes i i thought of that but i haven't found that i'm well and she she looks around realizes there's not really anybody else she says uh, we may have there may be family ties to Insmith. Mm. Oh, dear. Now, Miss um, Moira, if you are amenable to it, my associates and I are part of a little group that thrives on these type of mysteries. If you wish, we can offer looks, our services. She suddenly looks at you and she says, Wait a minute, weren't you in the newspaper? Well, uh, for a number of different things, of course, but our, our our little group here was behind that mystery with the murder and the theft of the devilish icon. Oh, yes, I read all icon. about that. Yes. Um, well, I wouldn't want you to go to any great trouble. Totally um, it's our raison d'etre. Hmm. I said that right? <laughs> My French is terrible. Absolutely. Your pronunciation <laughs> is excellent. Thank you. <laughs> well, one of my difficulties at this point, you see, is that um, my grandmother, being my only living relative at the moment, um, she's a bit, well, she's old. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And um, uh, I'm reticent to go and visit uh, because she does live on the outskirts of Innsmouth. And Innsmouth is not a very nice place. Would you like us to? Heard, I hear it's a little uh, unfriendly to outsiders. Mm -hmm. Well, that and, and there's, you know, they keep to themselves. They keep to themselves. Yeah. Perhaps did your dad leave any, any of his studies? Maybe his journals mm -hmm. might be helpful. It could be. They could be. They could be up in my grandmother's attic um that could be quite i helpful. just i I'll, I'll i'll be i'll be honest with you i don't feel very safe going back to Innsmouth. Uh, i mean uh the men of Innsmouth are rough uh and i don't just mm -hmm. mean uh, because they're sea folk i mean they're well have no fear Difficult. Big Bruno here, and I tap, uh, you know, Bruno on the shoulder. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll keep us, uh, he'll keep us protected. Have no fear. Oh yeah, Bruno. To a spot hidden as she, she looks at you. You're, you're a mechanic. You have muscles. You're Pat. Regular pass. Okay. What's your, what's your, um. What is it on our sheets? Not charisma. Um, oh, appearance. I only uh, appearance. Appearance. Oh, my appearance is yeah. uh, fifty, so average. You get the look from her that she might be a little bit attracted to you. Uh, hey, muscles or whatever. Mm. Oh dear. Um, she says, "Well, I mean, I don't want to trouble you too much, but I mean, if we." If we went there, we could see what we could find. 
um, and maybe crack this family mystery. What do you say, members of the Arcane Society? Shall we take on this case on behalf of Miss Moira? This is what I mean, we live and breathe for. Of course. To go Absolutely. With. Well, I am, I am very grateful then. Um, I, I, I don't have a great deal of money to, uh, to pay if, if you have a fee. Oh, this one's on the house. Right, guys? I, I give Bruno a look and shrug. But of course, of course. Yeah. It'll be out of your wage, young man. But yes, of course. So, um, what shall we do? Um, Perhaps we should go like gather some to... of our equipment and then come back in about half an hour's time and all go to uh, your grandmother's house. Maybe we'll all right. plan to stay, stay, stay the night over, get a lovely room by the sea. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I don't think that's such a good idea. Perhaps... You know, my grandmother's house is a large house. We we could stay there, but oh, I I wouldn't try to get a house in Innsmouth. Maybe we should wait until tomorrow and drive early so that we can get in and out. Uh, I don't know. I I don't want you to risk it's it's not enough. There's a large criminal element. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've surveyed up in that area and it's not yeah, they're not friendly people. Of course, some people are not really friendly to surveyors because they think I'm going to steal their land. But uh, yeah, they're especially prickly. So well, based on the roads part, do you suggest a trip in the morning? Um, I kind of agree with her. Um, I think I think a trip in the morning would be good. It would also give us a little bit of extra time to gather our things. If we wanted to take anything special with us, we would have time to do that. So yeah but if the group is interested in going tonight we'll do the best we can the one or yeah. two bloody noses ever got doing direct sales was an insmouth so yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. ladies can really pack a punch when they feel like it. <laughs> oh well it it technically it is morning right now I mean, mm. it's probably about 9 30 10. uh insmouth is about Smith is probably about an hour. Oh, yeah. Let's uh, actually, we still need to go back to our flats or apartments or what have you and gather a few things. Maybe so. Well, I'll wait for you here then. I'll see if I can find anything more in the in the stacks. Absolutely. We'll meet, um, let's say, at noon right back here um, and then head off. Excellent. Okay. Perfect. So you guys are all going to head quickly home. Are you all going to take your respective? Some of you probably walk because it's not that far. Mm. I um, live on campus. So yeah. I have a car because sometimes I have to go out of town to do sales. So yeah, if yeah, so cars will be a thing. Um, and if you want, we can give. Well, she probably has a car as well. No, she probably came in on the bus. Um, yeah, I so, have a credit of 70, so I probably have a car somewhere. And cars, cars is, you, you can have a big old uh, uh, touring car, so you could fit easily eight people in there if you wanted to. Perfect. Hmm. All right. <laughs> that works. 
All right. So you guys probably want to bring some stuff. Do you want to do anything other than bring, you know, you tell me what you want to bring. I think to be safe, um, firearms, you know, the normal uh, lanterns, that kind of thing, just in case we run the rough elements. I'll bring a toolbox Mm. just in case the old lady's lights need fixing. Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll bring uh, my camera, plenty of Mm. film, a couple notepads, a couple pins, a couple pencils, toss that into my satchel and, uh, and a lantern as well. And um, and oh, and, and a spare coat and some gloves, but mm. I'm also this is this is a, a as you did mention, Professor. Uh, this is sort of a rough and tumble place. I'll I'll wrap my my little uh, my little uh, thirty eight special. Just wrap it up and put it in my satchel. I'm, I'm not carrying it with me. It's mm. just I'll be I'll pack it and, and move it for an overnight stay. Do you, th- yeah, uh, yeah. do you gentlemen believe we'll need provisions, food? I mean, it is just one day, so probably yeah, not. Just a day, maybe yeah. two. Hmm. So okay. no camping gear then. Okay. Probably not. I'm going to bring um, compass with me, notepad, pen, that kind of stuff. I've got a uh, firearm, uh, 38, I'll bring with me. Um, I'm bringing my... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to... I'll bring a bring one of my my long tape measures, my about like a fifty footer. Don't know why, but I'll just bring it. I think it's good Space. for me. Perfect. So yeah, we each go and get our own um, sort of equipment. Yeah. All right. So you meet back up uh, after just just after lunch before noon. Um. And Moira's there. Uh, uh, she climbs into the back seat of your town car. And um, off you go. Um, Smith is a coastal town, a fisherman's village. Um, you leave uh, what feels like New England proper, where there are towns and cities and houses and stuff. And you end up on a fairly lowly, uh, lonely road. Uh, it heads towards the coast, and then when it reaches the coast, uh, there are cliffs and uh, embankments going down towards the beach and the ocean. And up ahead of you in the distance, you can see Innsmouth is sort of clustered furtively in this uh, cove. Um, But you don't go down into it. You take a side road. You're you're skirting around the outer edges of it, up, up higher on the cliff. And eventually you come to a uh, a small dirt road that leads to an old house. Uh, it's a big house. Uh, looks like at one point it might have been painted white or maybe a light blue color. But at this point, the paint is chipping. Um, the yard is in disarray. The picket fence has uh, got a lot of bits of it that are falling apart. Uh, it hasn't really been maintained in a long time. But it's got good foundations. It's it's a strong house sitting there on the cliffs. Uh, and she she directs you to pull up. Uh, there are no other cars there. And uh, you can see as you're approaching, there is a mailbox that says Brooks uh, attached to it. Um, you pull into the yard, park the car and get out. Uh, lots of weeds. Some uh, spring flowers are popping up, but they're just 
more weeds as as they will do. Um, and she says, well, this is it. It's a charming place, charming. Well, you're very kind for saying such a thing. Uh, Miss Moira, what, what else can you tell us about your grandmother? What's her name to start, for example? Uh, my grandmother's name is Joy. Joy. Um, Joy Brooks. Uh, originally, her last name was, her maiden name is Harris. Sorry, what was her maiden name? Harris. Harris. Oh. Yeah. oh, here, I drew this. While, while you guys were out, I sat down and I drew this in the library. Um, the family that I do know, at least how it's all sort of connected. So okay. here I am at the bottom, Moira. Uh, my father, Jonathan, and my mother, Gertrude. Uh, her maiden name was Wallace. Um, and Winston was my grandfather. And Joy was his wife. And then he was adopted by Peggy Brooks in the family. And uh, they had one son, Peggy and Samuel, and he died. And Winston was the survivor, so he sort of inherited but we don't know who Winston's parents actually were. So, so, so it seems like uh, they adopted your grandfather after the death of um, their their son Jonah. Well, um, yes, it was after. Mm. Possibly because they had lost their son. And, Absolutely. Uh, but where where he came from, we just don't know. It, there might be more information, like I say, up in the attic. But and you can see it's a big attic. <laughs> Looking at the um, family tree again, mm -hmm. it, it seems like it, it. Like, do I see like any patterns in like age of when people died or or things like that? Not particularly. Like it seems like. Winston died like fairly young at what, twenty something. If I'm looking at the tree correctly, uh, like twenty, twenty-seven, something. Like yeah, something like that. Um, Samuel Brooks died at the same time that Joanna Brooks died. Yeah. So then Peggy just adopted after both of them died, maybe from the same thing, or same events. Oh. Huh. They might have she, died together in an accident or something. Right, yes. right, right. She raised him alone there. Okay. Interesting. Does the house look like it has electricity? Um probably not. Yeah, probably oh. not. Um it'd be a kerosene lamp that they'd have. Makes sense. Yeah, no telephone or anything like that here. Yeah, probably go down to the local store to make a call. Like, Again. yeah. Would like you all to do um, spot hidden as you're walking up towards the house. Ooh, twenty. Ooh. Better than 97, I got 74, still a fail. Oh my gosh. That is a hard pass. Anyone else except uh, Stu? Uh, Edward? Edward. Um, 
So let me let me picture the scene. You're walking across the yard up there. There's like a cobblestone footing, you know, on the on the, the thing, going up to a raised porch, and the porch runs almost all the way around the house. Um, the white picket, and as you step up onto the porch, uh, you with your camera, you turn around to take a picture of the the lands that the, the landscape around you. It's bleak. It's uh, uh, somewhat blasted, uh, weed encrusted, uh, but kind of beautiful in a, you know, in a sort of bleak uh, portrait sort of manner. But you notice something out of the corner of your eye. And when you turn your camera towards it, you see down the hill um, where you had driven past maybe... 10 minutes ago, coming up this hill towards the cliff, you see a man uh, way off. Uh, he's standing there looking in your direction, looking up at the house with his hands akimbo. And after he stands there for a few moments, you see him uh, go and get into a small vehicle car and, uh, which he immediately starts up, turns around, and heads into the village, into Ensmith. But mm. you get the distinct feeling that he was watching you guys. Watching. Yeah. Yeah. But he was Not maybe sure. half a mile away, so really hard to see. You could see him a little bit in your camera. Yeah. But, uh, it looks like we had a tail coming up here. That See that car speeding away there? That gentleman was uh out looking at us you say that out loud and when you do moira's eyebrows go up and uh, she's like oh, please please inside inside uh, as we Folks, walk in i a... go and ask miss moira is there something you're not telling us about the past few days weeks things have been happening to you since you this received is, this letter this is just a uh a, a terrible town Everybody's watching everybody. Everybody's uh, in everybody's business. Have they been close to you even outside of town near uh, near Arkham? Or no, it's nothing. I'm sure it's nothing. I can't but, help uh, but tell you haven't answered my question. Do you see them following you while you were in Arkham? Please. We're yeah. we're all friends here. Well, she looks rather sheepish, and she says, "All right, well, let's come inside, and I'll, 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 I'll tell you my situation currently." See, I, I tried to find out information. She brings you inside. Yeah. Um. the The place is clean, but it's not neat. Um. It's obviously that there's one old lady living here, and she can't really very well take care of herself. Um, uh, she comes out of the kitchen, um, and you immediately can tell that although she's rather friendly and nice, she's also pretty senile. And uh, she acts like she hasn't seen Moira in years. So where have you been? And You know, uh, where is my sister and my husband? And and Moira's like, she looks at you and she's, she tries to calm her, her grandmother down. His uh, grandma, you know, come, come here, so come sit in the kitchen. Uh, we'll make some tea. And she looks at you and she says, I'll, I'll bring you some tea. 
um, make yourself at home. Thank you. It's a pleasure to meet you. And uh, they go in there for a few minutes. So for a few minutes, you're alone in this room. It's definitely a lot of nautical sort of feel to it. And um, there's a, a vague, you know, smell, old people smell. Um, Do we see photos, um, you know, family portraits, that kind of thing in the living room? Yeah, quite a few of them. Um, do a, a spot hidden uh, to see what you sort of find. Oh, my gosh. This Ooh. is my lucky night. 14. So that's a... I got distracted by a ship in a bottle and I'm staring yeah. at it. Uh, that's a hard success. <laughs> Extreme yeah. as well. Wow. Oh, four. Okay. It's your photographer so what, skills. It is, yeah. What you find, what you find is you do find quite a few family photos. Um, uh, people that you're sort of guessing, you can see resemblances uh, to Moira uh, in her, what you assume is her father and mother. Uh, maybe grandfather. Um, but none of the pictures are of old people. They're all young people. Mm. Um, you saw from the uh, the genealogy that a lot of people tend to die young. Um, so you see a lot of that. Apparently, Gran Granny Brooks is the oldest one, and she's still kicking. Uh, she was born in 1842, if you recall. So she's probably, what, in her 80s? Mm. Um, Moira comes back out, and she brings you some tea and sits down. She says, all right, I'll 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 level with you. Um, I started my search uh, here in Innsmouth, obviously. Um, I was not well received. People in this town just don't like you to go nosing around. Um, she says there's this uh, this nasty fellow um, named uh, Noah, Noah Elliot, and uh, he has been harassing me for some time. Uh, I think he finds me attractive ah, in a way that a, makes me a, very a uncomfortable. What's he look like? Well, how many people from Innsmouth have you met? Not too many. Well, like honestly, that. he looks like a frog, but <laughs> the people of this town are... The people of this town are rather malformed. I think there was a lot of inbreeding years and years ago. But uh, yes, he's not a pleasant fellow and not, not a pleasant man to get along with. And I think that he's got connections uh, with the criminal element. Um, him and his buddy, Joe Memphis. Uh, I don't know who you saw, uh, but uh, I also don't know why he would be watching the house except that he might still be interested in me. Do, do we notice um, the Innsmith look in any of the photos in the living room? Okay. No. And of course, Moira has no 
Innsmouth mm. to her. Has anyone from Innsmouth uh, come up to the house and actually trespassed on your property, or has it just been from afar in town that they've been harassing you? Well, the family has been here since the uh, 1700s, so I'm sure that lots of people from Innsmouth have been on our property. I mean, we are. This is technically Innsmouth. Um, whether we mingle with the other families or not, I mean, you kind of have to if you live here. But we're we're an older family, so you know there is some level of respect. It's mm-hmm. just over the years, this really bad element has sort of moved into the into the town and. I just would like someday to just pick up and go and leave, but Granny, you know. Perhaps now would be a good time to look at some of your grandfather's effects, if you can show the way, and we can also chat with Joy to, to see if um, she knows anything. And your dad's effects as well. Uh, of course. Well, I, I'll i take you upstairs. Um best to just leave you know granny alone she's confused all the time and i don't want to make yeah. her feel uncomfortable we try to make i try to make her as comfortable as possible of course, of course. how do you get um, your food here do you uh buy it well from i go town? shopping i go shopping yeah i mean there in are town, places yeah. in town where you can get groceries and things like that uh, if you don't mind doing business with I mean, uh, there's a there's an element of of this town that's also quite decent, mm. you know. Anyone um, in particular in town that might be helpful if we run into problems? These friendly elements. I don't know. I don't know. The problem is that the policeman, the police force here is just as corrupt. Of course, uh, they're probably all in on the the whole thing. So best to just interact with them as as little as possible. Where's the limit? So by? she takes you up the stairs. Uh, you go to the second floor, and then she takes you to another stairs that leads up to a door into the attic. And up you go in there. Now it's accumulated 200 years of stuff that's up here in the attic uh, boxes and things like that. A lot of the stuff, she tells you a lot of the stuff towards the back, the stuff that's completely covered in dust and cobwebs, isn't going to be anything in, in recent. You know, so we're hoping to find stuff that's you know, not not much older than a hundred years, or or younger than a hundred years. So, you guys want to split up and start looking? Absolutely. Yep. Make it into sections and start looking. Right. And, and as we're the- looking, I'm going to whisper to you, sort of, one of the gentlemen. You know, despite Miss Moira's um, hesitation, I think a confused Joy Brooks might have information, um, especially if she thinks we're Samuel or Jonah or mm-hmm. someone that she's willing to speak to freely. Good point. Perhaps we could wander down there at some point and see if she's amiable for some sandwiches and tea or something. Sharp insight, Toby, as always. Sharp insight. So yes, we divide and conquer the the attic. I'm going to be looking for anything like warlike, just because I'm (laughs) kind of that way. I'm just kind of dumb. I don't understand any reading. 
Um, yeah, there is definitely some stuff. Uh, looks like from World War One. Um, not much though. Uh, there probably wasn't much of a, a, a family involvement in that, but a little bit. It's just a few. Um, you find mostly old clothing. Um, uh, lots and lots of uh, I don't know knickknacks and pieces of furniture and. Sometimes stuff like that. when when people have children or whatever, they often have little boxes they collect, like their mm. shoes and hair and, and like stuff. So I'm looking yeah. for baby keepsake boxes because if we find one for the grandfather, that might have some stuff in it. Okay. Yeah. So I would like Tobias then to do a, 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 a spot hidden roll. So you're looking around. There are right. lots of little boxes with things in them. Just a regular success, if that's good enough. Regular success. Okay. So it takes you... Uh, do this. Roll, roll a 1d4. Okay. Four. <laughs> of course. Four. All right. So let's do it this way. It's going to take you about four hours before you run across... The box so this is okay. all you guys looking through stuff and going mm. through stuff so so that's going to take you that's going to take you into the by five five not, six o'clock yeah yeah afternoon um okay. did you want to do anything before that moment happens you guys were talking about Grilling the old lady. <laughs> well, I want to look for financial ledgers, like their their, you know, ledgers, their books, how they basically keep their house afloat. Okay. Um, why don't you do a, a spot hidden for that? All right. Um spot hidden. Can I do a library use because it's five points higher? Uh okay. Like digging oh, through sort of books. It's yeah. not really a library. Okay, fair yeah. enough. I'll, I'll do spot hidden. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Ooh, 36 uh pass. Normal okay. success. So you do find a sort of a family ledger book. Mm. Um you start looking through it, and what you're expecting to see isn't what you see. You see uh, instead of instead of the men working or or doing things where they're they're making money, there seems to be a periodic uh, deposition into their accounts mm. of a large amount of money. Um, it doesn't say exactly what, but what? How well did you did you get a regular roll? Uh, I got a regular role, but I have a fairly high accounting role. So if there's any way to base on yeah, patterns why don't you roll payment. accounting as well? Okay. Ooh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm going to spend <laughs> one point of luck oh, to no. get a critical success. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Finally. Well, in that case, you find after looking at this for a little while, you find finally one interesting. Uh, account mess uh, entry um, that says silver, silver bars. 
um, that oh. they seem to be receiving a large amount of money uh, uh, in the form of silver bars that are deposited in uh, the bank of uh, Innsmouth uh, on a fairly regular basis. Uh, and that that uh, went on for um, at least 20 or 30 years. What um, what time frame is that? Do I know? That would have been within the last uh, 50 years or so. Oh, wow. The, so, the records yeah. don't go back that far. But, um, yeah, they're definitely getting their money from, it says, silver bars. And it's still happening, or did it stop abruptly? It's no well, longer it, happening, correct. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Huh. Yeah, it stopped a while back. Right. But um, it's an odd... Well, you're not sure that it's all from silver, but sure. uh, the one thing that you did, there was something about silver bars way, way back. Right. Um, the first couple of entries are uh, somewhere around 1839, and after. Oh, quite a while ago. When did the two men die in the family? Was it 1838? you remember? 1835. Oh, Samuel yeah. Brooke died in 1835. Right. It's the around the time right after the father was um, born and possibly adopted. Yeah. Huh. Perhaps um, payment for the adoption. A conjecture at this point, but interesting correlation, potentially. <laughs> If, Do any of the five of us kind of look like any of the uh, the Brooks in the pictures? Like, who would be a good candidate to go and talk to Joy? Ah, any of like you? No, not really. Well, I mean, maybe some. So I, I don't know how old you guys are. I'm forty five. Twenty four. <laughs> I mean, I'm not uh, really yeah. like me. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, if you're if I'm you're 40. in your twenties, maybe. Yeah. I'm twenty five. Yeah, the younger guys would probably be. Easier for her to maybe you're thinking maybe mistake you for other members of the family, if she's uh, so. Perhaps you young men should chat with um, Miss Brooks, Miss Joy Brooks, and see what you can find. <coughs> and actually, uh, oh, what's I going to say that uh, Troy, you are still looking. Remember, you oh, yeah, four okay. hours oh. of looking. So. Right. <laughs> I, I would. I would like to peel off and look specifically for Moira's dad's mm. effects, such as a journal, his studies, something like that. Um, okay. If, if he had his own bedroom or his own study, or maybe his stuff was moved to the attic, whatever, I'd try to find Yeah, out. she will. she'll take you there and see if you guys can find anything. Thank you so much. Let's see. Hmm. I wonder if this place yeah. has gas. Probably not, right? No gas out here. No, it's coal coal burning. Yikes. What about you, Mr. Barda? Uh, and anything catch your eye? Um I was kinda kinda nosing around. I'm looking for things like Bibles. People write down Births and deaths yeah. of Bibles. That's true. Um, Good point. Maps, anything, anything like that uh, related to the land. 
ownership. So in your case, like that. in your case, David, um, uh, I'll just say that that that's really a good place to look for things like genealogies. Um, you do find some Bibles with some genealogies, but it's nothing more than what uh, Moira's already found mm. uh, going back. Uh, there, it might go back a little farther on Samuel Brooks, but now it's outside of the realm of what you know the family that you're looking for. Okay. I, I I say, Bard, I say. Do you know of any silver mines or or mining really in general near nearby? Look at these entries talking about silver bars for for the past twenty years. So that's, it must be a mine or something. That's a significant amount of money right there. Um, Material, yes. Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, do I do I know anything about silver mines in this area? Do do a. Um... You're a surveyor, so do yeah. what would the, what would that knowledge? What would be your best role for that knowledge? Um, history, local. Uh, yeah, you tell me what you want to roll. Otherwise, you can roll luck if that's your best role. Um, surveying is probably my best skill in that okay. particular area. Yeah. yeah. Oh yay! Um, that is a regular pass. Okay. So you know that you know of no mines anywhere in the vicinity. Um, the nearest silver mines you can think of would be north, uh, maybe in Maine or Canada. Um, but that's that's the nearest ones. Um, you also probably know that some of the Innsmouth folk, the Marshes and the Bishops, um, they have a smelter uh, in the in the town, and they do seem to come up with a lot of gold from somewhere. Um, but it's always been assumed that uh, ever since Obed Marsh, way back when, who traveled the South Seas, that there may be trade between here and other exotic places where they get their metal from. There's no mines here. Yeah. Yeah, they they don't seem to have any mines in the area. They do have a smelter in town, which is kind of interesting. And rumor has it that they are able to get gold in large quantities from somewhere. Curious. I wonder, obviously there are. Actually, no, the Banks Secrecy Act, I don't think it's around yet. Perhaps we can loosen some tongues and the Innsmith Bank might help us understand who's been depositing all this money. Assuming, you know, this not full of, you know, locals, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, it's it's entirely possible. Um, because we don't know the nature of why the payments were being mm. made, whether it was criminal or completely legitimate business Absolutely. transactions. So yeah, and there's also the possibility of um, you know money laundering maybe mm. going on. Yeah, yeah. As well, Moira might add that that might be very likely. Yeah, because you got you know if you're bringing in precious metals and you want to change it for cash, you got to figure out some way to do it. Absolutely, and then higher or lower than fair market value, that's how you get the money laundering happening. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. On the other on the other hand though, like 
there's no real infrastructure in terms of transportation coming in here or i mean there's a couple roads well there's but, a sea yeah do, do they have a big i guess they must have a big port or it's not a big port, port but it is a big fishing village yeah. um by by modern by what you would call modern standards it's still pretty primitive uh, boston mm. boston would be the big place um, it wouldn't be they're... big enough to take a cargo ship, though, or anything like that. So you're thinking smuggling, uh, Bruno? Not a not a modern cargo ship. I don't know. I just am suspicious of any tra- town that doesn't have a train linked up to it. And a trolley? And a trolley. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the most repairs you do here is a bus. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, somebody was going to go downstairs and talk to Granny, Granny Joy. It's going to be Bruno because I'm stuck yeah. in looking for stuff. Right, oh, I'm still looking up those uh, silver bars, I guess. And I'm That's pretty immoral, but I'll do it if I have to. It's for the okay. great, it's for the young lady, young man. It's You're really... a ladies' man, Bruno. It's going to work. She's going to show charm. Gonna, yeah, I'll go talk to her. Just then. be natural. <clears throat> yeah, all don't right. act nervous at all. So you wander downstairs, and um, Granny is fussing about the kitchen. Um, you think that she might be attempting to make cookies or something, though she might be leaving out some of the ingredients. Oh, dear. Do you need any help with that, ma'am? Oh, Oh, Sonny, when did you get here? I haven't seen you in so long. Come to visit me, have you? Yeah, of course. Sit, 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 sit. I'll make you some coffee. Okay, thank you. Um. Yeah, thank you, Joy. I'll sit down. Now, how have you been ever since you moved to Kingsport? I haven't seen you. Um, are you still... Dating that young woman, uh, what was her name, Tracy? And she goes on and on and on about this. Did you, how did you want to deal with <laughs> Uh I guess I'm going to redirect the conversation to um, the the dead guy. So uh, to Winston Brooks, I'll say. Yeah, you know, uh, by the way, how's Winston? Um, I haven't heard from him in a while. Winston? Winston? Yeah, Winston, your husband. Oh, um, well, I mean, I haven't seen him in a while. I wonder where he is. And she looks out the window. She says, uh, I've I've been meaning to tell him that he needs to fix the fence. Uh, the fence outside is very damaged. Uh, we had that storm, that nor'easter, a few years ago. Tell me some more about Winston. I I never got to know him that well. What was his? Uh, I know he was adopted. What like? Do you know anything about his family before that? Oh yes, yes, he was adopted. Um. No, I don't know anything about who his real family was, but you know, uh, we're going to keep jumping back to that uh, <laughs> thing as well. Uh, 
she says, but you know, um, uh, his mother, Peggy, um, uh, she was a, she was a rather lovely woman. Uh, very, very sad, uh, because, uh, uh, her, her husband and her son had died. Uh, they had died in a car accident or, or was it on a, a bus or, or something like that? Um, so she was left alone and, uh, and that, uh, that fellow came and brought her, uh, the boy, Winston, and uh, she adopted him. Oh. And she goes off on a tangent on other stuff. Okay, I'll just sit there feeling very, very guilty. Hey. All right, so I'll say about four hours have gone by. And uh, Tobias, you are moving stuff around, and there is a small ornate box um, looks kind of like a jewelry box and you uh, you pick it up and uh, inside of it is a rather unusual looking medallion it seems to be made of some sort of greenish um, soapstone malachite or something the uh, the chain is completely untarnished, so it's probably pure gold. Um, it's fairly heavy and maybe, you know, about the size of a silver dollar or so. Um, and accompanying it is a folded up uh, letter. Um, you probably alert everybody when you find it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Moira. I'll say like Eureka. <laughs> Dear Miss Brooks. I thank you for your kind agreement in becoming the guardian of the child, Winston. He's without the guidance of a proper mother, and I feel that he will reward your love by easing the pain of the loss of your own husband and son in the storms of three years past. Well, it's not a car accident. The silver I have supplied will provide for his upbringing and your comfort. I shall continue to reimburse your efforts with further payments in the years to come, for tomorrow will always bring more wealth. But the guiding hand of tenderness and love should not be delayed. I also entrust you the trinket enclosed. It has no monetary value, but I wish Winston to have it. I entreat you to show the child kindness and ask you to endeavor to not let the sins of his father fall upon the souls of his son. Yours faithfully, Bartholomew Tag, Skivern Light. And Moira hears that and she says, well, let me see this, this trinket. And it's, uh, it's a necklace. There is, but it's it's almost runic. You're not sure what the language is. Doesn't look like anything at all. But it's it's got uh, you know it's it's etched into it. Um, do, she do says we know? Go ahead. Oh, oh, do we do we know what Skivern Light is? What that references to? Is that like a lighthouse or a town? Well, city, well, yeah. It it sounds like the name of a lighthouse, but. Not one that you're familiar with. Um, and Perhaps she some says, of the locals might be familiar, like Joy. Bartholomew Tag. Now there's a new name. Was Winston's father Bartholomew Tag? Edward, it might make sense to take pictures of this amulet uh, for, yep. for our records. 
both sides. I think That's I'll keep it, she says. She says, this is a, my link yours. to the, my family. So she puts it on. And she immediately turns into it. No, she, she puts it on. It's, it doesn't really go with the clothes that she's wearing right now, but it's, it's not that far off. No, um, I, I, I might urge a young lady, while you, you keep it on, perhaps not too obviously, like you mentioned, the people in town might, mm. you know, re react differently. So oh, perhaps she sort of tucks it, chain. Tucks yeah. it yeah. Yeah. underneath. She says, well, we have a name. Um, so is it back to some genealogies? Um, we could be doing that back in Arkham if we're worried about the locals. And see if we can yeah, find out what Skivern Light is. Yeah, who knows how far away that could be from there. Do, do, yeah. do I smell cookies or, or something burning? I smell very good. <laughs> or something. Just something. Bruno probably comes back upstairs, rolling his eyes. <laughs> anything, uh, anything of interest, young man, from talking to uh, Miss Joy? Not really, uh, other than that the guy's um, father or uh, did indeed die in some sort of accident. Although she couldn't identify what kind of accident it was, she said it was a bus accident, which seems yeah. unlikely in 1835 or whenever yeah. he died. The letter here says accident at sea. That makes oh, more sense. Yeah. And this was a whaling town at one point, wasn't it? So that easily could have been. I think it was whaling, wasn't it? Was it still whaling or was it something? Fishing, fishing, certainly. Just fishing. Oh, just fishing. Okay. So it wasn't like that in Tucket or anything. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we should go back to Arkham and get some of David's maps. I'm sure he has something about he could find a lighthouse if it was on any Yeah, map. absolutely. It is getting dark, so best we be off and yes all right granny i'll be back and uh you all go outside when you step into the porch however you notice down the road maybe football field away an american football field away um there is a car parked and there are two gentlemen sitting inside of the car i uh, would I use gentlemen loosely. They're male. Um, they're dressed like you would expect Innsmouth folk to dress. They're, you know, in overcoats and so forth. They're sitting there and they are definitely watching the house as you guys come out. Uh, Moira looks in that direction and she's just like, um, just get in the car and yeah. just drive past them. Yep. Are these the same uh, gentlemen from before, Ed? You maybe. I mean, like I say, you couldn't really see them or see the one very well before. Yeah. Don't let them see our faces. We don't need to make it any easier for them. Maybe we should check if their cars broke down or if we need to break them down. Moira says I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't stop. These look like a look like the kind of people that have Tommy guns. <laughs> Yeah, or or yeah, if we mess with them, they might escalate the messing with us. Yeah. So maybe if we just That's... keep it on the low and low. Well, you say the word Tommy gun, and that makes me yeah, I want to keep driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not going to do a Chicago style here. For now. <laughs> yeah, don't want so, don't want any trouble. So you hop back into the car, 
And uh, Moira sits herself in the middle of the back seat with one of you on either side. Cover her with and, a coat, yeah. And kind of, well, she doesn't completely cover up, but she does kind of hunker down a little. Obviously, they could already see her the way she's dressed. You know, it's very distinctive. Um, uh, she glances back at the house, a little nervous, you know, because Granny's there. But um, she says, "Yeah, drive on." So, who's driving? Is it the I mean, professor's car? Yeah, technically, yeah. it is my car. I suppose in the hurry, I we wouldn't have thought about picking the best driver, so I guess I would be the one driving. Yeah. All right. So you hop in and you start going. You're heading straight towards it. Wait, two hands. And uh, you uh, you get the impression that they might be getting ready to start their engine um, as you get up to them. Indeed, the two gentlemen that are, once again, gentlemen, the two men that are sitting in the car, uh, their general facial cast is ugly. They're wearing hats, um, which kind of shade their faces a bit. But uh, you can see one of them is, he's got that kind of hostile grin, like you're not sure whether it's a grin or whether it's a grimace. Like he's like this as you go by and uh, you can visibly hear him sort of hiss as as you drive by. Um, if you are just going to drive by. Right. Could you put some lead in your feet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and yeah. you know, anticipate mischief, as it were, like they might like ram into the car or something. But yes, just keep on driving. Yeah. You know. At the, the moment, their car was facing in the other direction. Right. But as soon as you're past them, you do see the lights on the back of their car light up. And uh, they go forward maybe 100 feet and then actually use Moira's grandmother's drive to make a U-turn mm -hmm. and then come, come back out. And they're following you but they're not following you from very close their their jalopy is not as new and well maintained as yours is um eventually you turn a corner you you turn on a road and you lose them but you do think that if they could have caught you they would have it seems, gentlemen, that next time we come here, we might want two vehicles just to provide alternatives. I have my old 1919 pickup truck. Hmm. Have they always been like this, Miss Moira, or has things escalated recently? Well, she looks nervous and, and upset that this just now happened. And she get, she she's sitting there sort of looking down. And she looks. She looks up at you, and she says, "Okay, I shot him." You poor dear, and you missed. I, I mean, who did you shoot? I, I shot Noah. Mm -hmm. um, he was just getting a little too personal and yeah. following me around, so I shot him. Um, obviously, I didn't kill him. Yeah. Um, 
and he's kind of upset about it. Uh, I think understandably, Miss, yeah. yeah. This would have been useful to know, young Miss. Yeah. That the hurricane warning? Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, I on got the public safety phone. alert. I got it on my phone too. Yeah. Mm. What 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 yeah. category force whatever is it? Is yeah. it it's it's Hillary, right? Away. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just a tropical storm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like so far from the coast, way out in the desert. <laughs> well, they we'll say it's going to hit the, the desert the hardest. Yeah. Oh, maybe that would be nice though. Getting rain. It said oh. yeah, only five inches, so it's not going to be a hopefully a disaster. All right, so uh, you drive on, it takes you to maybe about 7 p.m. You you arrive back in Arkham. Um, something about it is you're kind of glad to see the familiar Arkham again. Where do you want to go in Arkham? Do, do you care to join us for a evening uh, evening meal, Miss Moira? We can talk through the day's events, and then where are you staying? We could drop you off. Well, I, I really hadn't planned that far ahead. I mm. suppose I can, uh, I can get a hotel. There's well, join us for supper first. Yeah. So, uh, you join her for supper, or she joins you for supper. Yeah. Is there anything you want to go for? Now, I should also mention that um, Corbin Library is kind of your home base. Mm. Um, uh, you guys do have uh, keys. Oh, the library, oh, um, because that. you sometimes work there late into the evening. Okay. Uh, Marshall, Marshall Tanner completely trusts you mm. guys. And so well, if you need to do stuff, you can. Before dinner, I'll see if I can grab anything on lighthouses of the area to bring to dinner to have us go over. Absolutely. And I can check with um, the local dormitories here at the Miskatonic and see if they have any spare rooms um, that students aren't using. I'm sure they'll be more than glad to do me a, a little favor. Okay. That sounds completely reasonable. Um, all right. So uh, Tobias, do a library role, I guess. Zero You're four. The archivist. Yep. I'm good at library use, Resume. So that is a... Uh, Extreme success. I could burn okay. some luck for a zero one, but that'd be silly. No. no. <laughs> so you're looking, you're looking through the records. Uh, lighthouses are very popular mm -hmm. uh, in uh, New England, uh, and you finally find a reference to Skivern Rock. Hmm. Concerning the history of Skivern Rock Lighthouse and its environs. In eastern Massachusetts, the coast between Rockport and Newburyport is quite treacherous to sailing vessels, and though many find the fishing in this area to be plentiful, few risk the many reefs and small rocky islands. Most notable among these are Devil's Reef, Fishhead Island, and Skivered Rock. Early shipwrecks are plentiful, and many legends have sprung up around these deadly sea lane obstacles. In 1748, construction began on Skiven Rock Lighthouse. This proved to be a long and difficult process with the building crews not only having a treacherous commute back and forth to the rock, but they also had to contend with constantly shifting weather patterns and terrible storms that threatened to do all their previous work. In 1750, the lighthouse was completed. The lighthouse was first kept by two hardy souls, Jacob Beaverton and Manny West. 
This doesn't match anything we know so far. They kept the light burning for nearly 30 years before retiring. Various other people manned the light in subsequent years. In 1821, a wave-powered wave foghorn was installed, but this proved ineffective since shortly thereafter, a hurricane hit the rock and destroyed it. Oh, the lighthouse was badly damaged and both keepers were lost to the storm. In 1822, in order to begin repairs, the lighthouse was once again manned, this time by an ex-sailor, Andrew Muir, and a New England artist by the name of Bartholomew Tagg. By 1924, they completed repairs and installed a new foghorn. Unfortunately, in May of that year, Andrew Muir was swept out to sea, caught unawares by a wave, an inquiry followed in which Mr. Tagg was found innocent of any wrongdoing. Bartholomew Tagg manned the Skibbon Lighthouse until his death in 1838. It is believed he was also lost to the sea. Shortly thereafter, because of changes in shipping lanes, it was decided to abandon the lighthouse. No one has kept it since. Oh, yes, that's a good guess. Yeah, Muir could be the father. So, 1838, when was, when was the uh, the note to the uh, the mother? It was 1836 or 1820? What was it? I don't think the note was dated, was it? I thought there was some kind of... Well, when was the boy adopted? Uh, the boy was born the 1838. same year. Quite the coincidence. So, 1838, father dies, boy gets adopted. Well, Why I think Tag the father die? died in 24. If oh, no. we think Muir is... The boy's uh, father. Yeah, Muir. Yeah. Okay. Right, Muir got discord. swept out in 1824, and then okay, right. Tag died in 1838, or disappeared. Disappeared, same year that the boy got adopted. Correct, okay. correct. Okay. Do we have a map where this lighthouse would have been placed? And is this the rock referenced in the letter very likely? Um, you don't have any old sea maps uh, in the library. Um, Maybe if I can find some old captain's journals from the time period, they might prefer to having to navigate the light, and that might give us a clue. That can be for later work. I mean, at least we got to start. Okay. Um. Yeah. By now, it's probably getting middle, late evening. Uh, Moira's like, you have been so helpful in finding this information. Um, I think there may be more clues, of course, once we can find out where this Skibbern Rock is. Um, it sounds really treacherous getting out there. Uh, and there's nobody, it, it hasn't been used, so it's got to be dilapidated at this point. We'd have to commandeer a boat and get a decent captain. Well, you know, yeah. Oh, go ahead, uh, Bruno. I, I've definitely had some run-ins with uh, longshoremen. I, uh, mostly on the port operating end, heavy machinery end, not so much on the sailor end, but I'm sure I could try and get some inroads yeah and bard do you have um i'm sure you have associates who've surveyed or know about that area maybe yeah. that's someone you can you know reach out to yeah i can certainly certainly make some phone phone calls yep okay 
Um, do you want to do any of that this evening or yeah, wait I'll, until I'll, daytime I'll, working? I love burning the midnight oil. I love for that. So I'm going to get a big pot of coffee, get a stack of captain's journals, and start looking for references to the rock and roots and things like that. Well, I have some papers to grade, gentlemen, so I do need to, um, you know, um, go back to my office, but I shall meet you all tomorrow morning right here. Got it. I may be asleep, but I'll write down the notes. Just They'll be lying on top of me, probably. So, Tobias, um, you do end up running across a number of references to Skivern White, all of them from the very early 1800s, uh, maybe the late 1700s, but they're not giving you any indication of where it is. It's it's off the coast of uh, New England. Uh, and I kind of try to pierce out based on where they say they're going to get a likely location. Um, very likely they're traveling, you know, their sea lanes, you know, of commerce going up and down the, the eastern seaboard. Um, so it just happens to be that you know, in in those treacherous waters, there are a number of, of uh, lighthouses all along to keep the sailors away from the rocks. Um, Skivern Rock. They don't really go into much detail because they talk about it as if, well, yeah, we we just passed Skivern Rock, and we're on our way to uh, I don't know uh, Gloucester or uh, Newburyport. Right. So that might at least narrow down a map where I could say, well, it's got to be on this map somewhere because here's where they were going. Here's where they left. Here's the treacherous somewhere coastline. Between, yeah. Between Rockport and, uh, and Newburyport. But that's hundreds of miles of coastline. Hmm. Got to be somewhere that was treacherous that they don't need to do anymore. Some kind of process of elimination for root changes there. or. Is there like you'd have, a, um... you'd have to find sea charts? Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was going to ask if there was any kind of like um, coast guard at this point so, in time. I don't know that there is, but David, um, go ahead and roll survey. You're looking for survey maps and things like that. And where are you doing this? Because they're not going to be in the, the library. Yeah, um, that's that's kind of what I was thinking is like um, if there would be some kind of nautical um, organization that would um, fund lighthouses or um, would have. Well, yeah, they're all government ran. They're all government ran. So you should find references to them in various you know, survey government things. Uh, uh, your 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 speciality is almost entirely land survey. Yeah. Um, so uh, the only place that you can come up, well, there's a couple of places that are maybe where you would find more complete versions of New England maps. Uh, they would be like in various towns like Newburyport or Roxport or uh, maybe in Innsmouth itself. Um, there's a reference to the Ros and Hogg Insurance Company, um, the old custom house, the assembly hall, places like that might have records. Yeah. However, you don't find anything concrete 
Um, do a do a, do a, did you do a survey room? Uh, oh no 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 not with that ninety two. Okay. He was almost charged with the murder of the guy. Is there any court cases about Mr. Tag that might lead us to something about this? Like he was cleared. Um, so there must have been some investigation. So there's either a state organization, the Diesel Lighthouses, that cleared him, or somebody did. Or they well, would have had to report on the guy's death. So there might be like, you know, here is the, the body responsible for lighthouses. They have to have reports on replacing the do, keepers. Do an intelligence roll. Okay. Regular success. Okay. Yeah, there's definitely, you can find a federal, well, you don't know that you can find a federal record here in Arkham, but there would be federal records of investigations such as this. However, lighthouse people are notorious for how do you prove anything? Uh, it's a treacherous, dangerous job. All it takes is a wave to knock you off the rocks and into the sea and you're lost, and there's no way to prove that it was an accident or prove that it was that you didn't push the guy over. So without without a body, without any physical evidence, they just have to automatically say it was it wasn't the guy's fault. Um yeah, there's no way to indicate whether why. I mean, in fact, in most cases, that's going to be it. It's just automatically not his fault. You're innocent until you're proven guilty. Right. And uh, so maybe that's how the, the criminal element gets rid of all yeah. the bodies so that you, you don't have a body, you don't have a case. Habeas corpus or whatever. Habeas um, corpus, yeah. Does the lighthouse organization have the coordinates of the lighthouses, though, or a map of their position? Uh, not in this case. Uh, you don't seem to be able to find that information. Um, because it's, it's, it was broke, you know, it was broken down basically in 1838 and it hasn't been maintained. None of the historical societies are even interested in it. Um, because they've got lighthouses everywhere that they are maintaining and that they are going out and painting and making really pretty. And, oh, you know. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I, um, there, there might be specific locations if we approached it from from the Coast Guard perspective, as you mentioned earlier about the Coast Guard. They would they would have uh, rescue all sorts of sea seagoing issues or accidents. They keep logs of all of that sort of thing, and if a lighthouse was ever in use, uh, I'm sure it would be in their reports. Because they have pretty thorough reports, could we not backtrack its location from that? I'm sure it's yeah, that might deep. be it. The other thing I was thinking is we don't have any famous New England artists who actually like to paint lighthouses. That maybe there's a series or something I could look for. Maybe someone sketched it or painted it or something. Seems like the kind of thing that a man with too much time in his hands might get into. There definitely was a Coast Guard. Coast Guard was established in 1790. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's uh, old. Alexander Hamilton. Um, but they also seem to be ported out of larger ports uh, where there is a lot of commerce. In this case, there's no commerce up in that direction anymore. So no Coast Guard. At least the records would have stopped a long time ago. 
Well, someone renovated it. Well, that'll that'll it. take some looking. Someone renovated it and built it. There has to be some records related to the building and renovating of it. They put in the new foghorn. Maybe there's a purchase or something. I mean, well, there's a company the, that I, makes foghorns. They had to deliver right. it. And that insurance company, right? If it was yes, they would definitely based on the, yeah. yeah. Insurance this company, all, foghorn manufacturer. This was all 100 years ago, though. So that might. Insurance uh, companies little... keep good records. So. Yeah. And you do have a reference to the, uh, what was it again? The Raws and. Uh, should know better than to turn the page. <laughs> uh, the Ross and Hogg hmm. Insurance Company, which was I, based out of Innsmouth. I before you even said it, I had a feeling that you know, yes, of course it was out of Innsmouth. Uh, also, the implication in the implication on the the piece of information you found on Skivern Rock is that um, it was uh, Andrew Muir and Bartholomew Tag who began to do the renovations in mm. 1822. Right, they did it themselves. Right. It, it, the is Tag a famous artist by any way, shape, or form? Things he's done, is that? You've never seen a painting by Tag. Okay. And then the letter also mentioned the, the places it's protecting people from Devil's Reef. What was the other two? Uh, Devil's Fish Reef, Head Fish Island. Head Island. So if we locate those on a map, that'll give us a better sense of where it should be. Is Devil's Reef on a map? Not that you could find. I it, sounds, it sounds like it's off the coast of Innsmouth. I, I'm sure it's going to turn out to be because we don't. Because the insurance company <laughs> is based in, in Innsmouth. Innsmouth so. Yeah. If if we went to Innsmouth and just sort of, I know it's not overly friendly, but you know if we we go to enough pubs or taverns and just sort of chat a little, we might we might get some information that way. You might well, never or financially. I, I have a feeling we're going to get surrounded by goons and and, and we're going to talk to the bank. fishes. Yes. The yeah. bank and the insurance company where we do business and we talk with the language of money, perhaps that's also an avenue. Yeah, there is the bank of Innsmouth that, that we also need to check in with to see if that silver uh, deposits. Didn't they mention that they had silver deposits in a safety deposit box? Right, the one from uh, Bartholomew Tag. Yeah. But the money kept coming after he allegedly disappeared, right? It came for 20 years-ish um, after. So did he set up a trust who, you know, facilitated that? Is there a law firm working on his behalf? Uh, all, all traces. We'll solve this case through financial or forensic auditing. That's what we will do. Yes, that is the dream, isn't it? I'll leave that to you guys. Elliot Ness, eat your heart. <laughs> right. So now it's late. What do you guys want to do? Go to bed? I'm marking papers, uh, but yes, I'm back uh, You know, at my place on campus. I have a little bedroll in, in the library that I sleep on when I have long nights. I just go under the table and sleep on that. <laughs> Well, it's if anybody, 
if anybody wants to investigate the uh the speed oh the the magical trolley one case at a time gentlemen <laughs> uh, oh this one's this one's basically a vacation a vacation <laughs> we do have some funds left allocated for that <clears throat> investigation if you do uh need to use uh club funds for that gentlemen i'll i'll come with you i'll, I'll <laughs> all right I'll, David. I'll try to i'll try to find this trolley and we never heard from them again <laughs> <laughs> that would be very embarrassing all right so Tobias, you're going to stay there, you said? Yep. You probably do have a house. Yeah, so but if, if it's a long, it's tough night, this is where I like to rest. Okay. Surrounded by the books. <laughs> and the rest of you are heading towards your respective homes. Uh, Professor Jerome, you're on the uh, campus. You have a, an apartment on the campus. Um, uh, Moira is going to come with you then. Uh, and then get put into a, a dorm room. Uh, Edward and Bruno do luck rolls. Oh, there we go. There's a nice failure. <laughs> um, what was my luck again? Oh, no, that ain't going to cut it. 77. Ooh, double failure. All right. So we'll say that the both of you from the Corbin Library, you walk to your respective homes, but you you start out going in the same direction, walking down Main Street, you know, towards, uh, I don't know, Temple or something like that, where you part your ways. Um, you're walking for maybe five minutes down the street, possibly chit-chatting, and... You suddenly realize that there is a car, a broken down sort of looking jalopy um, that's down the street a ways, and it doesn't have its lights on, but it is slowly rolling, you know, keeping up with you guys. Um, you're pretty sure there's people inside, a couple of people inside of it, too. Uh, oh, oh but, but we failed our luck rolls. But we're noticing this, though. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I think you failed your luck rolls means get... that they're following you. Yeah, we're about <laughs> to get rolled. So, um, Bruno, let's stick together instead of splitting up because we'll probably be tracked down and something bad may happen. Um, my flat's not too far from here. Would you like to just sort of go over here? Yeah, maybe we should go into a side street or something where they can't follow us in that yeah. huge car pick up our speed and uh i still have in my satchel uh my just in case uh, uh my 38 i i thought i would need it at innsmouth not here good lord so pick up the pace into a narrow alley nothing yeah. could go wrong in a narrow as alley soon, as soon as you pick up the pace and start to move the lights come on that car and it starts rolling faster forward um to try to catch up to you uh but you guys manage to duck into the alley and the car you know does you're looking down the alley or you're looking back down the alley towards the street and the car stops halfway 
and you can see the people inside of it are obviously looking in your direction. Uh, I assume though you're you keep going. Oh yeah, you I yeah. I I would you know once we get like halfway down, try to use stealth to kind of blend into the dumpsters and boxes and stuff off to the side, so we're not easy to be seen. Do listen, roll. Uh oh. Right. Uh oh. Ooh, there's a success. Twenty-five out of oh. uh out of sixty, so that's a hard. That's my listen. Oh yeah, I just got a regular. Okay. Well, you do hear a voice. Uh it's not yelling after you. It seems to be that one of them is saying something angrily to the, the other one in the car. The voice is uh kind of deep and croaky. He's like, I don't know, Joe. I don't want to know what they're doing. I don't know why they're snooping around with that woman. And uh, by then you guys have gotten far enough down the alley that you hide in the shadows and turn the corner. And uh, the car, of course, pulls out and uh, come around the corner and catch you guys again but you know he doesn't know exactly where you went or they don't can we make it back say to at least my flat yeah let's yeah. do a luck roll one of you do a luck roll. who's got the worst luck i have <laughs> five five i have 55 both have 55 oh 65 oh okay so i'll do it uh, do 55 for it oh. oh yes oh nine Okay. You guys do see the car on the road, but you guys manage to stay in the shadows and it drives by. Uh, they don't know where you've gone. You can slip back to Edward's house. Okay. Do I have a phone in my flat? Probably. Okay. Okay. Uh, 2297, uh, Professor Jerome Moo's house, please. Okay. Uh, Professor Jerome, have you gotten to? Yeah, you've probably gotten there by now. I'm like, what? What time is this? Hello? Oh, Professor, I'm so sorry. This is this is Edward Coburn. Well, Bruno and I Coburn? were trying to. Yeah, we were we were walking home, and those people from Innsmouth they followed us here. Oh dear. They're they're trying to track down why it is we're we're helping out uh, Moira. Uh, they looked serious. They looked a bit spooky. Uh, like. I don't know what they're willing to do, but they look like gangsters. Have have, have you reached out to the authorities to, to, to let them know? Oh, I mean, we just got in the door and closed it behind us. Well, I would suggest let's let's uh, reach out to that detective that that we helped when we solved that last case with the medallion, and 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 see if they can provide us some protection. I will let Miss Moira know um, as soon as I can to, to make sure she's safe. Also, let the local, um, you know, people patrolling the dormitories know to look out for ruffians. It's a and, good idea. Yeah. Um, do, 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 do you think they'll they'll dare attack the the university itself? If so, I'm I'm going to go and look for Tobias. Oh, I I have no idea, but I think they're they're just trying to figure out what's going on, and they were they were trying to chase us down. So I'm a little bit suspicious of their tactics. 
that 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 does seem aggressive. So here's what I'll do. I'll one, notify the dormitory uh, patrols and also Miss Moira. Two, I will uh, go to the library to reach out uh, and, and find Tobias. Could you reach out to the detective and also uh, make sure Mr. Bard is all right? Okay, I will. Absolutely. Well, safe. stay safe, gentlemen. All right, and then I do all the stuff I claim I'll be doing. Yeah, I do the <laughs> stuff that I claim. Yeah. So, Professor, you're going to drive back over to the library? I mean, um, I'll first notify um, the the dormitory people and send a note to Moira to 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 be careful, and then I'll just walk over back to the library since I'm on campus, anyways. Okay, so you you uh, you send a note to Moira. Um, you'll say there's a time. Are you going to go right to your car and drive to the library then? Um, I'll probably wait for, um, you know, a time for the page or whoever at the girls' storms to relay the message first. Okay. Um, when, if you wait there for a few mm -hmm. moments, um, Moira, uh, she comes running out of the dorm. Uh, she has her her high heels in her hands, right. uh, which she kind of puts on uh, as she gets out the door, and she comes running over to your car and she says, uh, "Call your friend. Tell him don't 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 alert the police." What, what are you are doing here, young lady? You're much safer inside where you're protected. Don't be out here. They're after you, not us. Yes, but they're dangerous people. You've got to be careful. Well, that's why we are getting the authorities involved, and they'll take care of them. Don't worry. No, the authorities, we, we the the authorities might. I mean, the, the, I don't know that. The, I don't trust the police force. Well, maybe in 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 Innsmouth, but here, you know, you recognize from the papers. You read the article. We uh, we helped out the local authorities and that detective who got promoted because of it. Well, he owes us a little something, something. I'm very nervous about it. I'll I'll go back inside, but please be careful. It'll be all right, my dear. It'll be all right. Stay safe. You'll be safe inside. I'm going to go find uh, some of our colleagues. And then um, tomorrow, tomorrow morning, I'll send for you. And then we'll all go back to the library. We'll all be safe together. Um, but yeah, please stay safe in here. She shakes her head. Yes. She yeah. goes back. I'm, yeah. I'm going to talk to the page to uh, let them know to somehow find me if they see her like trying to leave the premise, that kind of thing. Okay. And then I'll be um, going to the car. I'll get the shotgun out of the back first, just in case. And then I'll drive uh, to uh, back to the library to find uh, hopefully peacefully sleeping uh, Mr. Tobias. I have a book over my face. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you get back to the library and you uh you have a key. So you just right. come to the back door and you open it. Um Tobias, you're probably sound asleep. You've slept mm -hmm. here many times. Uh so you don't hear Professor Jerome when he comes inside. Um perhaps the first moment is when he flips on the lights. Mm. And uh oh. I wonder if it's morning. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you around? Like I've slept properly. Yeah. Uh, I say somehow holding my shotgun in the most uh, non-threatening manner. You know, if the librarian saw you bring that in here, they'd be very upset. 
I understand Marshall will be upset, but we yeah, have a yeah. Just at least hide it, Professor. Don't. Uh, we, it's so late. No one with innocent intent will see me, and anyone with. Oh, what time know, is it? Probably eleven or so. 11 yeah, or 12. It's, it's some eleven My almost. Secondary 12. bags haven't left yet. Sorry. <laughs> Something is afoot, dear Tobias. Something what, is what? afoot. What's going on? Bruno and Edward were accosted by those ruffians from earlier in Innsmouth. They seem to be have followed us all the way here in town. And according to Edward, uh, you know, we're we're tailing them with clearly, you know, vile intent. Wait a minute. So the Innsmouth They're gangsters here. are here. They're here, yes. Now fortunately, we... Bruno Bruno and Ed made made their way back home safe, but right. we must be alert. Why don't we just tell the local gangsters about this and they'll deal with them because they hate that stuff. I I don't have those connections, but if you go uh... go to the speakeasy, we'll let them know that these guys are poking their head in their business. They'll chase them out of town or go Uh, to the cops, I suppose. But I think the gangsters would probably be better at it. Well, I I suggest uh, that they alert that detective that we talked of earlier. But of course, uh, yeah, I I do like where your head is at. I think if we target the problem from both angles, these gentlemen will disappear on their own. Uh, But anyways, I came to make sure you're all right. And, you know, if you don't feel safe, I do have a spare, um, you know, Um, bedroom. Sure, I'll I'll come back with you tonight. I'll just bring some reading material with me. Right. We'll just need to mark it down uh, so Marshall doesn't, uh, you know, fault us for taking things from the library. Yep. Was there any Innsmouth maps with shipping stuff around that I could grab? No. Why do they not have that stuff here? We have a hole in our library. The the, the real hole in the library is the fact there are no New England maps that show Innsmouth on it. Huh. So. Like a conspiracy. Hmm. Well, more like. There, you know, nobody wants to survey that area. Yeah. <laughs> just pretend it doesn't exist. So, it's we'll, just a fishing yeah. village. We'll, we'll, we'll have curious. to talk to that uh, grumpy old, uh, grumpy old Grouch Armitage and see if he has any ideas too. I can, I can also guarantee you that if you go right now and you look up on the internet, Innsmouth, it won't be there either. Oh, what? <laughs> well, that's because it got raided. Yeah. It got raided. Well, in any event, come along, Tobias. Uh, let's right. head back to uh, to my suite. Okay. All right. So from that moment on, you guys are nervous, but uh, nothing else happens in the middle of the night. Um, get up the next morning. Um, And uh, what do you want to do? How, how did you make arrangements? What you're going to do in the morning? Where are you going to meet? Uh, Moira's fine. She's glad Bard? you're fine. Is Bard okay? What's... Yeah, Bard's fine. Bard made it <laughs> home, no problem. Went to bed, got a good night's sleep, had a glass of warm milk. It was great. What happened? Was you even aware night? of all the drama that you guys went through? Yeah. <laughs> he slept better than any of us. <laughs> it's great. So I guess we're back at the um back at the Corbin Library. It's probably like eight thirty nine in the morning. I, so t- tell us again of of what happened to you to you two, Ed and Bruno. You mentioned those those ruffians from earlier accosted you. Oh, Bruno, you should you should say it in your words so you they get your perspective. I've already told on the phone mine. Well, I guess they just rolled up on us. 
Um, they didn't shoot. That's good. Like that means that they know that we're here. They must have been watching the library. Right. They yeah, they seem to have pretty, pretty good intel. She goes over to the window and she's looking out to see if she they, sees. They that must have jalopy. some people in in town to to, to look, watch for them. Right, because they were behind us. Yeah. No, we, we we left them in the dirt, so they have some people here to look out for us. Well, if I was them, I would have looked at the plate of our car while we were inside. You know what? That fellow, he might have hired a private eye to follow Miss uh, Miss Myra around. There might be a regular Joe out there somewhere keeping tabs on her. She says oh. most likely they just drove here to Arkham. Uh, you guys all look like you're from a fancy town. Clothes, isn't it? It's and it was the it was the road to Arkham that we were on. Yeah. Um, and then we were driving around in the middle of the night when everybody else was in bed asleep. So hmm. she says the, those those bastards are sneaky. Uh, that's most unfortunate. Um, Edward, any luck with the detective? Um, does he think he can help us out? If not, Tobias has another excellent idea. Was I able to get through to uh, Detective O'Hare? Let's say you you call him. What was his name? Detective O'Hare. Detective O'Hare. Uh, Detective O'Hare. Oh. <clears throat> Oh, 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 Hello? Detective O'Hare. Oh, yes. Oh, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, um, Edward from the, uh, the group we, we were working with you before on a couple cases. Miss, Mr. Coburn. Yes. I remember you. Oh, thank you so much. What can for, I do for you? Yeah. Um, we apparently have been followed and are being stalked now by some, we're, we're, Thinking some sort of criminal organization from uh, from Innsmouth, um, they're trying Innsmouth. to. Yeah, it's a, it's rather unnerving. Uh, we visited there earlier, uh, just briefly in the outskirts, just very briefly, and apparently we've been tailed out. And uh, there's a some sort of a group of people now trying to stalk us down, finding out what we were. Uh, maybe driving by there for it's rather disturbing they look quite threatening well i'm i'm not i'm not gonna ask you why you would ever go to Innsmouth, but uh <laughs> um what can you describe these people well it's the best uh looks we've got from them were sort of uh you know i give them the best description that i can of them. the vehicle and so yeah, forth yeah vehicle, broken like down that. vehicle yeah well, uh, yep. Yeah, I don't know what I can do for you, but I mean, our jurisdiction is a town. I can have my my men keep an eye out for this broken down jalopy that you were talking about. Yeah, we'll and, try uh, to get uh, if it shows up again. We'll try to get a very good description of it, plus license plate. If you if you could just keep an eye out for it, the very well, uh, you know those those Ensmith folk are pretty nasty people. We'll uh, we'll keep an eye out. If we see any of them, we'll make them leave town. Thank you so much, Detective O'Hara. Right. No problem. Well, now that we got one side of the law taken care of, <clears throat> and then he goes to a little tray and then slides it out and takes up a wad of cash, maybe, I think $100 in 1920s is about $1,000. 
or fifteen hundred now. He takes out like two, three hundred dollars. Oh, remember you're yeah. a professor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> well, I have a fairly high credit rating too. Uh, I burn all of mine on credit ratings. So let's say a hundred dollars. He takes out like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, Tobias. You mentioned there might be other friends we can call on. Again, maybe Bruno or well, Tobias. You know these elements more than I do. Here's the thing, Professor. Yeah. These guys are only going to protect us in as far as those guys coming to Arkham. Can, can they make these individuals? Um, how, how do you you? They're not going to go outside of their territory to do anything. Oh, I mean disappear if they're in Arkham. They're not going to want to start a fight with another territory if they can help it. They're going to say, oh, "Hey, you don't belong here." They're not going to get into a battle with. Them. Oh dear. Mo- Moira so, shakes her head and she says, "You you city folk don't know how the criminal element works, do you?" I'm no. a professor of finance and accounting. Yeah. Don't get involved with criminals. Yeah, the thing is, we don't want to get, we don't want to owe them anything, Professor. It just occurred to me that this is probably not a worthy track to go down. Well, the if thing you is, don't know that they're not in league with one another. Oh, you're right. They might uh, be sharing the contraband. Yeah. Somehow, so, sometimes we're I wish to, we expand our professor, circle. We're going to have to go back to Innsmouth because I have a feeling that any information we need is going to be there. Oh, Which means well, we're either going to have to navigate around these guys or we're going to have to talk to them or well, you should to... be able to find some maps of Innsmouth itself right if you're looking for certain businesses sure yeah okay so at least we can talk to the insurance company in the bank all right so we'll get we well, shouldn't go we shouldn't go back in the same car we should travel in a different vehicle and um try to do this on the on the down low yeah, I've got my old 1919 pickup truck. It's That'll pretty work. sturdy. Well, well, gentlemen, even though we, this is the remaining funds for 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 the club, um, even though In Smith is insular, I'm sure money talks, and you know if we need prom answers, and then you know uh, he starts sort of divvying the cash out be- between you know the the four of you and and himself, you know just uh just in case we need to smoothing uh you know things a little bit just in case just in case so bribe fund is 25 bucks a piece so we're are are your plans then are to go back to Innsmouth well see okay what you can find yeah yeah because the the somehow Innsmouth history is tied into this lighthouse there's got to be something there we can use Right. But we yeah, should but, not split up there. Yeah, we, we need to stay as a group. Or is, there we, a, is there an Innsmouth Historical Society? No. There are there are uh, New England historical societies in like Roxport and Newburyport that have tried to get some information on it, but the information coming out of Innsmouth is very little. I forgot right. to mention, sorry, I completely forgot to mention this, but when I was talking with the grandma, she said that she originally thought she, or I, I believe she thought that I was Jonathan Brooks. Mm -hmm. And she said that I had moved to Kingsport. Oh, so yeah, that would help us track. Perhaps Jonathan Brooks moved to Kingsport. No, we, we don't see a Jonathan Brooks. Oh, Oh, from King. Oh, 
But is Jonathan is that Jonathan Mora's dad or who is Jonathan? Uh, the son Brooks is the, the uh, son. Mora's, her son. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Jonathan's her son. Okay. So you believe Kingsport might have clues about um about this area and Jonathan? Maybe. I mean, Kingsport is, I think, closer to Innsmouth it's, than Arkham is. Yeah, it's just up the coast a little ways. Yeah, and certainly more friendly than Innsmouth, to be yes. sure. Yes. Right. Yeah. Well, Miss Moira, so, before we go back to Innsmouth again, what say you uh, to take a trip with us to Kingsport and visit your father's old stomping grounds, as it were? My father never said anything about Kingsport, but... They certainly should have records there. Mm. But to Edward's point, it does make sense for us to make sure we're in a different vehicle or maybe even two, just mm -hmm. in case they manage to sabotage one of them. Or just they know what they're looking for. Then. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder and if Moira, it might be best to dress down clearly your, 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 you know, appearance, you know, among us more drab looking uh gentleman does attract attention if you could dress down a little bit that'll be good too so will we all so will we all we'll look totally different hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute where so, did edward go where did he go where about? did that go he's vanished so you all uh you all hop into your car uh a different car than the one that you were last in this time you're going to head to kingsport yes and see if you can oh. find out stuff there um Moira uh once again sits in the middle in the back and uh Bruno you notice that she's paying a lot of attention to you as you drive off and that is where we will end it for this week <laughs> I think I'll be paying a lot of attention to her I think I'm going to move some of my points around into some combat skills <laughs> I didn't realize it was one of those adventures <laughs> yeah our player includes. My, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go oh. ahead. No, I was making a Go on. Yeah. Our, our players included Billy Chung, uh, Troy Lehman, uh, Stuart Lipley, Max Meltzer, and Julian Arba, with myself as the keeper of Arcane Lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. Uh, we provide audio only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean, iTunes, or Spotify. Uh, the, uh, if you'd also like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. <laughs>